Good evening, Merver Abayisai. We're continuing here in Perik Tez of Shara Tshuva. Let's see if we'll get to the end of the Perik. Discussing various difficulties for a person to do Tshuva and uh, the <clears throat> reasons as he's discussed, and many of them being when it's Beinodem Lachaveiroi, person will then find it uh, much more challenging to be able to fulfill the mitzvah of tshuva. So up to here, another reason why tshuva could be so difficult is what a person becomes accustomed to. That the, the evil thing, this bad habit that he's been doing, what we call an avera, is he has become so connected to it, he's become so attached to it, it becomes natural. What we call it because second nature. It's become so habitual in terms of how he's dealing with this and how he does this, it became second nature to him. And therefore, when something becomes just part of our habit, it's very difficult to stop. So this has nothing to do per se with Benadam Lachavere. This is just something that a person has become accustomed to. He's gotten into a rut, and this is just the way he behaves in a certain situation. And it's very hard to creep out of that, to crawl out of that. He quotes two psukim, like Yirmiya says, Limdu l'shaynam da'abesheker. Yirmiya is reprimanding the people, and he's saying, Limdu l'shaynam da'abesheker. You've taught your tongue to speak evil. And that's the way it is. Ha'avei nilu. You, you've become accustomed to perversion. And when we become accustomed to something, it's very hard to break that. You know, one of the, the Bali Musa tell us that during Elul, we take on certain stringencies. The Torah already, based on the Yishalmi, says that even those who are not makbid on pas akum, even a pas palter, bread that was baked by a non-Jewish baker, even those that are not careful about it a whole year, during Aserisi may tshuva, you should be careful about it. And the Bali Musa say we should be even a whole Elul, it should be different like that. They they ask, what's the point of being different? If we know after Rasarisi may tshuva, after you're going to go back to the old way. The answer is because it's the, it's a it is a process of breaking our nature. That's what it is. It is a it's an activity that we're doing to try to break our nature, try to break the routine of something that we're doing, perhaps, which is not correct. Because once we have this routine, once we become habitual to it, it's very hard to break. Va'omer, as he quotes the Pazakai, Could a person whose skin is black, could a black man change his skin? Venomer or a leopard, its spots. In other words, it becomes so natural. And as, if, if a person is just wearing it on his skin, he has transformed himself to be a certain way, it becomes very difficult to change. A leopard can't change its spots. So, so too, a person who has become so accustomed to doing certain averis becomes very hard, challenging to change it. It's not impossible, it's not insurmountable, but it is more difficult. And Chavazavavis is presenting this in order to build up what we have to do in these situations. Who may have, and we carry on. Another area, shvichas domim, v'harigas anekiim. Could you imagine if someone chas v'shalom kills somebody? He spills innocent blood, bein bepegia. Whether he does it directly, 
or bein ba'alilas rechilas, or whether he does it through something that he said, words that he spoke, information that he gave, and therefore someone took action and killed somebody. Kemoshi Adata, the, the case that he brings, is someone who did both. He's the one who spoke ill about certain people, and for that there was a, a an edict by the king to kill them, and the person who spoke to Lashonara was the one who was told to carry out the the murder. What was the case? David HaMelech was running away from Shoal, and he took refuge in the city of Noiv, a city of Kohanim. And Doig found out about it. Doig worked for Shoal. And he told Shoal, the city of Noiv, Ir Kohanim, they are harboring David, your arch enemy. So when Shoal heard that, he says, ah, he called the king of the uh, of the Kohanim, he called him in, the head of the Kohanim, and he says, what is this? You're holding an enemy. You're guilty, you're rebelling against the king, you're all going to get killed. And then he tells Doyeg, you're the guy who told me in the first place, go kill them. And that's what Doyeg did. And he killed that 85 Kehanim from that city. Terrible. The the uh, <clears throat> retribution for it came much later with Shaul's family. Hashem sometimes waits, but he pays everybody back. And here you see one person, first he caused them that they should even be were deserving of death from his, his Lashnar. And then he was the one who actually killed them. They turned after Shaul told them what to do. Why does he bring this example? I think he's just trying to also build up the case that how are you going to do tshuva when you told Lashon Hara, imagine you told Lashon Hara on an entire city. Let's say someone tells Lashon Hara on a yeshiva. Oh, this yeshiva, eh, it's for really for, for it's for uh, grade C students, you know. Well, that that place, pff, that restaurant, ah, oh, terrible. The food is awful. The service is terrible. And because of that, the restaurant goes out of business. Because of that, the yeshiva has to close down. It gets a reputation from one person saying something. And then it just spreads like wildfire. So how is this person supposed to do tshuva? Imagine, this guy, he told the Lashnara, and not only that, then he went and he made sure that they would close down the yeshiva. Yeah, He made sure that they closed down the restaurant and make the person lose his business. How is he supposed to do tshuva? Now he has regret. He says that was the wrong thing for him to do. He It was unfounded, the information. He never had proof for it. It wasn't really accurate. Now he wants to do tshuva. It's too late. It's too late. The man's out of a job. The, the, the yeshiva is closed. All the rebellion lost their jobs. What are you supposed to do now? So, this is a very difficult situation to be in. Chavazavava says, even such a case where it's very difficult to do tshuva, we shall see tshuva is still attainable. Let's move on to another case of Mayhem Oid. And yet another area. He spoke ill about somebody else, and because of that, this person lost a tremendous sum of money. Is Certainly we understand that tshuva cannot work for this person until he appeases and begs his friend for forgiveness. Either with saying he's going to pay him back, 
in the Piyusuvikniya or just trying to appease him, just trying to come on his hands and knees with humility and say, somehow could you find it in the in the area of your heart to to forgive me? Maybe you had this goodness in your heart, this this purity that you could forgive me even though I don't deserve it. to forgive him to bear the sin like the Pasik says, Ami. And was talking about someone who said Lashanara, but yet it was considered as if you stripped off their skin from their from their body, you flayed their flesh. In other words, they sometimes even just speaking ill about a person is it considered as if you killed them. Sometimes a person, if you 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 make him lose his parnosa, it's worse than death. He can be, he can be depressed the rest of his life. And we know cases like that. People were never able to, to recover from that. And how a person is supposed to tshuva? Umayam, go even further. Someone who had an illicit relationship. And it, that relationship, that union produced a child. Imagine, he, he just uh, didn't, he became friendly with a, a married woman and he let it go too far. And he was Mazana, he consorted with this woman. And lo and behold, she becomes pregnant and they have a child. That child is a mamzer. You can't change a mamzer is a mamzer for life. The child is a mamzer. He can't marry another Jew. The only one he can marry is a mamzeris. You, you've ruined his life. You've ruined the family's life. Ki like Tomush, the shame will never be removed. You can't turn the clock back. What's going to be? Now, if I ask you, how is it ever possible to do tshuva? Chavis has an Eitzah. He has a suggestion for us. Amazing. But you think this is it. I mean, this, this is the bottom line. This is a dead end. What are you going to tell him? What are you going to tell him to do? Chavis has an Eitzah. But we'll have to get to that. But it, it seems very difficult because it's, a, it's, a, it's just a, a tremendously exaggerated sin. It's like it's like a raging burning fire. You've rebelled against Hashem. In what way? You've produced, you've given birth to foreign children. In other words, Mamzeir. And finally, Umehem. I'm not going to get through the whole parak over here. Umehem. Someone who has become accustomed to talk derogatory about people, to speak ill about them. And there's no way he could really try to repair it, because it's been so extensive. I mean, he's talked for years about so many different people and so many different capacities. How in the world is he supposed to do tshuva? How, how, like, I don't even know how to find, how many, where to even start to find the people to ask him mechila as a basel. It's just limitless. He forgot about half the people he spoke about. But even though I may have forgotten, up there they didn't forget. It's all guarded. Hashem has everything written down in a book. Never gets erased. It's there in the cloud. Never gets erased. And it's backed up also. They have a good backup system over there. In case all the computers break down, even if there was a blackout 
yeah, in 17 states, they have a good backup plan. It's all there in the cloud. Never gets erased. The person spoke ill. that bring out this point. You see that Lashonara could sometimes be equated for a person committing a sin of adultery, which also seems to be irreparable once the damage has been done. So, we'll see the next time uh, uh, another Chiddush in where he says there's an area which seems to be going down a path that there's no point of return. For us, it will be a very big Chiddush in terms of how, we underst- how this is understood. But then we'll get to Perik Yud, we'll be patient, we'll get to the final Perik Yud, and it'll come with such a, a comfort, with such a, 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 a whole world of Eitzah, of how things can be done, how things can be repaired, how Tshuva can be attainable with Hashem's help, and Mitzvah Hashem will see that. Kol Tuvah, good Tanakh, good Shabbos.